Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. This League Uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Talk about a good one. Man, this NBA Sunday damn good. Good isn't sufficient. Mark Stein here with Chris Haynes for another edition of this league uncut two crazy games on this Sunday. Sixers trying to save their season, force overtime, find a way to beat the Boston Celtics, even that Eastern Conference semifinal at 2-2 when it looked like Boston had come all the way back from a double-digit deficit. Looked like the Celtics were going to steal that game for 2-2 now for the Sixers. And then at night, similar circumstances. Nikola Jokic, 53 points. Not enough to turn back the Phoenix Suns with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant scoring a combined 72 and missing only 12 shots. Both of these matchups are now 2-2. Crazy, because really, the way things were going today, they easily could have, one or both, could have ended up with a 3-1 lead. So, Mr. Haynes, I know you got your hands full covering Warriors-Lakers. You livened up my Sunday morning with your interview with Anthony Davis. We will get to that, but Sixers... Celtics watching that thing. I was imagining that we would be dissecting a 3-1 deficit and a lot of uncomfortable talk about the futures of James Harden and Doc Rivers tonight. Yeah, the Celtics definitely had their chance a multitude of ways. I mean, what sticks out to me um, is that last play, of course, by the Boston Celtics choosing not to call a timeout and just – Losing track of time, Jason Tatum drives. He made the right play, but he made it too late. Marcus Marcus Smart's three did not count. And, you know, it's, it's just reminiscent of last year's finals to me. This team has gotten better. I think they're a better team than last year, especially with the depth they have in the bench with Ad Brogdon. But occasionally they still revert back to the Celtics that just are just turnover prone and just make some ill-advised plays at the wrong time. That's what it reminded me of. And I'm not saying they're all the way back to what they were last year, but that was, that was concerning. That was concerning. I think um, you're giving this team some life, Joel and B James Harden. They were awesome tonight finding, you know, getting their own shots and getting other guys open. But I think what needs to be what needs to what needs to be the point of emphasis is taking care of the ball, making sure you get the right shot and be aware of the game clock, which is which is vital, especially in the last seconds of the game. And uh, they, you know, they fought to get themselves back in. 
but it wasn't enough. But, you know, that's that's one thing when you, when you talk to players around the league and they talk about the Celtics squad, a lot of them still feel like they're going to they're going to make a lot of plays to stay in the game, but they're also going to make a lot of plays for the, for the opposition to keep them in the game as well. And uh, that we, we saw a little bit of that, of that in that game. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing it all season long and, you know, obviously Joe Missoula, rookie head coach under the microscope. And I saw some interesting comments from doc rivers before this game. And, and doc was talking about it, how, you know, um, Joe is under far more pressure as a first year coach than by comparison Doc was. You know, Doc started off with a young Orlando team. I mean, Joe Mazzulla steps in where they're expected to win the championship. And when things go haywire and timeouts are not called, like we saw in this one, uh, you know, a lot of focus is going to, to, to come on the coach. It's going to be interesting to see how he handles it. But look, the Celtics have re swiped home court advantage. Philly goes in there, wins game one with no Embiid. The Celtics going back to Boston with the 2-2 split. But, man, the Sixers have to feel amazing. They had to have had a great short shuttle flight, as they like to say, in the Northeast. But they had to feel great on that short trip back to Philly because Sean Grandy, the excellent radio play-by-play man for the Celtics, He's a he's a NBA math nerd like me, and he threw out some some gold tonight. The Celtics are a plus forty one in the series, and yet it's two two. And James Harden has had, you know, for all the heat. I mean, James was five for twenty eight from the field in games two and three, but they don't win game one and they don't win game four without him playing. You know turning back the clock and, and and having two of the best playoff games of his life. And this is a guy who's constantly maligned for his postseason play. So um, fascinating series from here. I mean, the, you know, it's going to be forgotten, but the Horford defense late on Joel Embiid was incredible. Yep. Yes, it was. I mean, Horford is having an, you know, there was the other day where Horford called himself an elite shooter and somebody laughed at him in the little press gaggle. And he, I mean, he's had an incredible series. That's things. I mean, it's impossible to believe that this thing is two, two, nothing. We, the eye test tells that this should not be two, two Boston should, should realistically have figured out a way to win at least one other game in this series. So Philly has to feel great. And Bede is still getting his legs underneath him uh, for Philly to be at two, two, even though again, Boston now has, two of the next three games at home. But um, I, I, like I said, I, I really thought we were getting together. I knew we were getting together tonight and I thought we were going to be, you know, putting, putting everybody in Philly, not named Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey under the microscope about their futures. That's you're going to have to wait on that style. I know you were salivating. At the opportunity, no, you know what? I'm not salivating. I, right I, no, now. you know what? I we, I really wasn't salivating because I actually about a month ago, late in the regular season, at some you know, because again, Boston's been showing this, you know, this propensity to just finish game to, to close poorly, and yes. you know, like it's it's been such a repeated thing throughout the regular season that I'm gonna have to look up exactly when I said it, but at some point late in the regular se- season, I said I officially believe in this Philly team more than I believe in this Boston team. So hmm. uh, if you look again at the numbers that Mr. Grandy has provided, the, the Celtics should be laughing in my face, but it's only 2-2. And game five, the, the game five they played against Atlanta was probably their worst game of the postseason so far. So mm-hmm. don't don't ask me to predict what happens in, in game five in Boston. <laughs> that's why we play the game that's why we play the game but no Philly definitely has life Joel Embiid is getting healthier by the day James Harden turning back the hands of time a little bit so this is not a good position Boston finds himself and I I mean as you know I'm, I'm not I'm not covering any of these series in person I'm I'm kind of taking it all in and living through you uh you on the road whatever stories you have for me but man I would have loved after the, I would love you know PJ Tucker was just he was he was sending some serious messages yep. to Joel Embiid. I would love to know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they would reveal it, but I would love to know what PJ Tucker told Embiid in that moment. What do you think he told him? 
icy hot man up. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, he was, I mean, Horford just turned him away three straight times. But, I, you know, I think the MVP is getting the benefit of the doubt with me. He's he's not right. He's not a, he's not in a, he's of not course. anywhere near yeah. 100%. There's no oh, way no he has that much trouble finding his shot if he's closer to 100%. I mean nobody's 100% this time of year, but but Harden man the revenge of Harden. Who did you pick going into this series? I mean, you don't really do picks, do you? I kind of like I said I Yeah, kinda, I don't know if I did. I kind of forced myself to pick Philly after I, you know, publicly backed them, uh, you know, late in the regular season. But look, yeah. I, this much I think we can say. The winner of this series is coming out as the favorite to win it all. I mean, the Celtics, Vegas would already tell you that the, that the Celtics are the favorite to win it all. I think whoever wins this series with Milwaukee out now is going to be regarded as the favorite. Uh, you're, I believe, yes, your husband is accurate in that. If I had to go off the top of my head, I'm, I'm not just being a prisoner of the moment. I think it looks like Philly has some momentum. looks like... I, I was around Boston a lot last playoffs, and I know they've they've learned from the situation. I know that's valuable experience, but um, it's tough, man. It's tough because I, I see some of the same habits of last year, so it's tough to pick them. If I have you forcing me, I would say Philly right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm not sure how much agreement we will find on the Denver-Phoenix series, but again, I really thought Denver was going to win this game four and have the chance to finish this series off in five before Chris Paul has a chance to return. The Suns turn them back in just a ridiculous display of shot-making on both sides. I mean, these, um, these Jokic numbers are absolutely ridiculous. Jokic goes to Phoenix, rings up 83 points, 28 assists, 21 boards in two games, and comes home with zero victories. The only thing just now which sucks is I think all of the Monday discourse is going to be, is Jokic getting suspended instead of focusing on what a crazy game and what a crazy series it's been. There was the play late in the first half. The ball ended up in the hands of new Suns owner, Matt Ishbia. Jokic rested the ball away from him. And uh, there was some Jokic on Ishbia contact, which Ishbia flopped amazingly. Clearly uh, worked on that in his Michigan State playing days. 
Naturally, if you are a Phoenix Suns fan, or maybe even a Suns coach or a Suns player, you want serious, strict interpretation of the NBA rulebook, which would say any contact between Jokic and a fan is automatic suspension worthy. One game suspension. On the other hand, we have Michael Malone, Denver's coach, naturally going to tell you why Jokic should not be suspended. Michael Malone, after the game, quote, I think it's crazy that Nicola got a technical foul. He's going to get the ball, and some fan is holding onto the ball like he wants to be a part of the game. A reporter brings up that the fan was the owner of the Suns. Michael Malone's reply, I don't give a bleep. So, um, What's the bleep, Stein? I guess we're out. We are allowed to swear on this podcast, aren't we? We are allowed. Stein. I don't give a shit. Do, do it all. Michael Malone oh, thank said. You. Thank you. Thank Look you. how happy you are. <laughs> thank Look you. Look how happy yeah. you are. I, I did it, America. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> um, Look, we don't, as we're taping this on Sunday night, it's not clear what's going to happen. The guesstimate, the best guesstimate that I've been able to procure leans more against suspension than for suspension. That's the vibe I'm getting as we're taping this at, you know, almost midnight Eastern, almost, we've almost reached Monday as we're taping this thing. I mean, what, what's you, how do you see it? Suspension or no suspension? No suspension. Uh, no suspension. I think you let that, I think you let it slide. Um, possibly a fine. I can see a fine. Yeah, the fine will be easy. I mean, that's that that's yeah. a, that's a lock. That, I, I guess one of the factors it. will be fine. how hard behind the scenes the Suns lobby for a suspension. Because again, mm-hmm. you know, Eddie Johnson, who um great player in his day, covered him. I mean, I still <laughs> will never forget Eddie Johnson just going nuts in a Houston, Utah playoff series and Charles Barkley, his teammate, saying all kinds of crazy stuff about uh, I don't even want to say it, but just uh, I, I'm too I'm too resp- I I don't have Chuck's get out of you know Chuck can say anything I I cannot say anything but Chuck go look it up like ninety seven ninety eight Chuck was saying some crazy crazy stuff but uh, Eddie Johnson on here Jokic elbows a person who weighs two hundred twenty five pounds less than him. And people are saying Matt, meaning Matt Ishbia flopped, does not matter. Players are not allowed to make contact with fans. If that's Draymond or Dylan Brooks, we know the deal. So don't be mad at me. And that, you know, that kind of sums up, I'm sure, the perspective for a lot of people in the desert tonight. Um, But again, my my instinct slash best read I can give you at this juncture as we're creeping towards the wee hours of, of Monday morning. I'm I, I, Will not, I, I'm not expecting a suspension. Okay. Also, not just the Suns. Not just because you, you said, you said um, will the Suns push for it behind the scenes? Not just the Suns. They also have to, for a guy like Draymond, you know, they also could, Draymond, he, he would definitely be somebody that's going to say something either in a press conference or on his podcast, if he sees any type of double standard. Because, yes, if that was Draymond Green, he is suspended. And I know the league says they take um, past past incidents into account. Okay, well, Joker, Markeith Morris, like, I'm not making, like, I don't want to see it. But what I'm saying is if you're going to open up that scenario, then there's going to be more people than just the Suns that's going to be coming from behind the scenes. And it's going to be some Draymond not going to come from behind the scenes. He's going to be <laughs> in front of the scenes. <laughs> By the time our – well, actually, yeah, he's not doing a podcast tonight. But, yeah, he'll, we'll, we will, we'll hear from him sooner rather than later. For, for sure. So they have to anticipate – the league has to anticipate that. But, man, the Suns have found something. I mean, Landry Shamit, sensational, not exactly breaking news to laud what he did. 19 points that the Suns were not planning on. I mean, just, you know, shot the piss out of it late. Huge, huge. I mean, just just bench boost. We've been crushing the Suns for how thin they've looked. Yep. And obviously with with no Chris Paul and, uh, let, you yep. know, Landale and Shamit. Huge performances for the Suns off the bench. 
and have changed the complexion of this series. And now it's look, we, we, you know, again, we still don't know. I think the last kind of the expectation was that even game five was going to be too soon for Chris Paul. But now if this thing, if, if the Suns are, are down three, two, or even up three, two, if they somehow steal game five, can Chris Paul get back on the floor for a game six? We don't really have that answer, but at least you would think that's, that's in play now. Well, I spoke with Chris, but it, it, yesterday, his birthday was yesterday, uh, May 6th. So spoke to him briefly about that, but I didn't, you know, I checked on how he's doing, but I didn't dig to see where he's at with his injury right now. It's his birthday. Come on now. I'm, a, I, you know, I'm more, you know, I'm more than just trying to search for. No, you were kind of hoping he was just going to tell you. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind at all. I, <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but that that wasn't my attention right there. That wasn't my attention. I, I value the relationships. Yeah, I mean, look, this both of these series flat out surprised me today. Philly and Phoenix. That 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 both teams manufactured a win, a must win to 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 make it two two in both cases. I mean, they you know. For the most part, these playoffs have been really good. Way too many crotch shots, way too many injuries. But for Great. but for the most part, the play the, you know the first round was good, and you know, we obviously the Saturday the, both the Saturday games were blowouts, so that was you know those were those were quite forgettable. But the two Sunday games as good as you can ask for. But all the series, yeah, there've been there've been some blowout games, but. Each and every series that's remaining has the potential to go to distance. Has the potential. I think if of one of them, if I had to say, if I, if I had to pick one series not to go to distance, maybe it'd be that Miami, New York. But even that, still, you, you never know with that with that series as well. So, good basketball overall. But um, Stein, I'm so you know, I'm. I'm let, let, me, let me give shout, shout out to Devin Booker. I don't want to go. Shout out to Devin Booker. Devin Booker is cooking. Dame's tweeted best cookbook, cookbook has been cooking, man. He he can't miss everything. He's making the right reads, playmaking, and like he's not being no second fiddle to KD. He's the guy. He is the guy. I I don't. I thought he was going to have to settle into a secondary role. No, he is the guy. Hey, first round. Right the now. first round. The MVP of the first round was Jimmy Butler, but. It's too premature to say who the MVP of the second round is because all these series are so close at this point. But Devin Booker is making himself a case. If the Suns can drag themselves out of a two-zip hole and knock off the number one seeded Denver Nuggets, he's going to end up being MVP of round two. Nah, he he is he's doing his thing. He's taking another step. This is we're seeing the, the ascension of Devin Booker right now for sure. One thing I want to get back to before we before we press on here because um, I brought up the PJ. I actually unexpectedly found a quote from PJ Tucker blipped onto my radar as we were running through this series, and PJ was naturally asked, "What did you What did you say? You know, what did you say when you got in Joel's face at the free throw line?" This is the quote from PJ Tucker: "Nobody can guard Joel one on one. There's no way. I'm sorry." That's not a disrespect to Al, meaning Al Horford or anybody else, but I've guarded him for a lot of years. And when he's aggressive and assertive, it's impossible. I saw him. Pl- I saw him two or three plays in a row, not do that. And we can't have that. We can't have that. Not with the season on the line. We can't have that. So basically I was right. He told Joel Embiid to throw on some icy hot and man up. But like I said, I, Al Horford is a first-class defender. Absolute first-class. His play in this series has been as good as anything we've seen from the Boston Celtics. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that the MVP is still still uh, suffering from eighty percent itis because I just I don't believe that that can continue. They always say this, and I can understand it more now that I'm older and forty-one. Because, you know, I play basketball three times a day. No, four times a week, two hours a day. And my knees have been hurting me, Stein. 
They, they've been they've been hurting, man. I need to go get them checked out. But I've noticed when I'm out there on the court and I can't go or give it my burst that I have, the youngsters out there is like, shut up. I don't want to hear that. They, they still talking trash. And I'm like, man, don't you know if my knees was right right now? Like, you couldn't hold me. You couldn't, you know what I mean? You couldn't stay in front of me, period. They don't care. When you're out there on the court, you got to produce. If you can't produce, they're going to talk trash to you and you can't do nothing about it. So that's what Joel Embiid, he's out there. So you expect him to produce. That's why P.J. Tucker is not giving, cutting him no slack. Like, you out here, you our best player, you the MVP. We expect you to go at Horford, and we expect you to dominate. So that's just how it is. See that connection, me and Joel and B. That, that connection. I yeah, I mean, right you guys, are, you guys are practically synonymous. The first person I think of when I think of Big Joe <laughs> hey, is the of, Fresno Pacific Joel, shooting guard. Hey, speaking of Joel and B, man, he's the one of the most late texters I, I know. His birthday was last Tuesday. And I text him, happy birthday, bro, to many more. He texted me back this morning. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> hey, man, he's had a lot going on. He's had a lot going on. I, hey, hey but props to him for going back to his text. I, I, no telling how many more he had to go back and, and try to respond to him. So, hey, man, I, you know, props to you, Joe. All right. We've done lots of Sixers Celtics. We've done lots of Suns Nuggets. Lastly. We are going to move on to the series. The esteemed Chris Haynes is actually covering, physically attending Lakers Warriors. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Chris Haynes, America, breaking news, will actually be on the sideline for both Game 4 and Game 5 of the California State Championship Lakers versus Warriors. Although, I did see lots of, uh, I saw lots of dismay on Lakers Twitter that the Lakers were kind of hyping that up because, I mean, they are, you know, they're supposed to play for only for the big boy championships, not really worried about who's winning the California state title. So um, I think even that caught some people off guard, but you know what? The truth is on this podcast, I think I almost like it better when you're not, well, that's not, that's not true because you on the sideline, whatever gear you have on is always, that's a high, that's there's great anticipation here at Steinline HQ for that. And wait till you see my tomorrow's fit. Which excuse me, yeah, tomorrow's fit, Monday night's fit. Wait till you see that. No, but go ahead. I, yeah, now now I can't wait. 
So like I shouldn't, I, I can't say that I enjoy it more when you're not doing sideline, but you, for game three, you were only there in a writing capacity, which was also good for show content because you got some time with uh, AD and I'm guessing because you weren't running around doing all your TV stuff, you were able to just laser in. Was that a sidle? Was that a locker room sidle that you, uh, did you get it? You got AD in the locker room away from the rest of the crew, away from the rest of the media. Yes. And shout out to Jim Ice, the NBA's number one renowned photographer. He took a picture of of me at AD's locker as we were talking, as I was doing the interview. So yeah, I got AD after the game where he, when he still had his feet, his bunions in ice water, had his knees wrapped up. And um, he basically gave me some time on, and the subject matter was a, it was a bunch of different subject matter. It It was interesting how the, the conversation morphed into a four person conversation that included me, AD, LeBron James, and Tristan Thompson. But pertaining to my story with AD, it was just about what the 48 hours was like for him. He faced a lot of scrutiny after game two, had a subpar game. And Stein, this series right here is every other day. So which means there are storylines and narratives that, that take place after each and every game. And it can be overwhelming depending on the player, depending on how they handle that. And AD was he was catching them, he was catching them, and so he told me like he said, "Listen, I'm, I'm quoting him." It basically said, "I don't give a shit about what everybody else is saying." He said, "I'm not on social media." He said, "People that continue to use his name." Him? Do we believe him? That he's not on social media. He's not. He he his his um his Instagram is deactivated. I've seen that. You can't if you go on Instagram, you won't find AD's Instagram handle. He's deactivated. It's not on his phone. I looked on his phone. The app is not on his phone. And I don't there think he is, America. Twitter. Chris Haynes well, investigating players' phones for this league. I had to make sure I had to make sure it's accurate. I, if if he's gonna say that, I gotta make sure I like it. That what I'm writing is facts. I like it. You know, it's a lot of fake skepticism. A lot of fake news Beautiful. going on Beautiful. out there. Yeah, Stein. And so no, he told me he was like, look, he said people just use his name and and criticize him for ratings, and he called it clickbait. And he said, look, he has a ritual. And the ritual before a game is that he talks to himself and and he pumps himself up, motivates himself. And he said he reminds himself of who he is. But he also said he understands the criticism. He said, because that means people respect you for what they know that you can do out there on the court. He said, so it's a it's a good and a bad thing. But he, he made sure to uh <laughs> he made sure to to send a message out there that he's out there to play basketball. He's paid to play basketball and everybody else is not. So basically stay in your lane because he's going to stay well, in his lane. I am an AD fan. I've said that many times. And I hear a butt coming. I feel a butt coming does along. He, does he get too much criticism? I think so. However... <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> in these playoffs, you cannot deny that for some bizarre reason, in odd number games, Anthony Davis is averaging 27.8 points, 16.8 rebounds, shooting 57% from the field. In even numbered games, and my math ain't great, but I do know game four is even numbered. In even numbered games in these playoffs, Anthony Davis offensively drops to 13 points, 10.3 rebounds, and just 40.4% shooting. So, like it or not, he's the difference. I mean, LeBron James, as crazy as it is to say this, he's moving into that sidekick role. He needs AD to be the dominant force. And LeBron's doing it fantastically well, and he's finding, you know, He's not running up huge offensive numbers, but he contributes in all these all these other ways. But if LeBron James wants to get past Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors and get to the Western Conference Finals, he's going to need odd-numbered game AD. 13 and 10, it's, I mean, he needs more. When AD has dominated, a la game one and game three, the Lakers have dominated. So, yes, there is a, a connection there. 
I, I, I do believe AD knows it. Um, what One thing he did say also in the interview I had with him is that he shot 10 shots in game two and he shot 11 shots in game three. Game two is when he had 11 points. Game three, I believe he had, uh, I want to say it was 25, I believe, in game three. Uh, Super producer Ryan, if you could uh, fact check me on that, I believe it was 25. I mean, I, I wrote the damn story. I should know. But, hey, my mind is going in a, in a whole bunch of different places. But, you know, he, he made that. He tried to make that connection, but that still doesn't. He, he was aggressive. Um, getting to the free throw line, you know, the shot attempts don't, don't always tell the story. But, Stein, I want to talk like we were having this conversation with me and A.D., then LeBron gets out, comes out the shower, and he overhears us talking, having a conversation. And he jumps in, and he was like, yeah, man, it's, it's too many people out there who are unqualified to talk about this game who always want to have something to say. And he mentioned AD's um, defensive rating. And I forgot the number. Got it was like a high defensive rating, and he and he mentioned that AD had more blocks than and I gotta look. I should have looked this up. AD he said AD has more blocks than some of the teams total in the playoffs by himself. And he was like, so he was he's like, he's the best defensive player in the world. That like he has yet to win a defense. I don't we, think we talked about that. He probably won't because he's never gonna play enough in the regular season to win. Hold it. on, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. Stein. I hear you. I hear you. You're making some sense. But they gave it to Jaron Jackson Jr. How many more games did he play than AD this year? Come on, Stein. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I didn't I didn't vote for any of them because I'm not a voter, but I, you know, I would not have this this I gotta go back and look. I don't think I voted in my fake ballot. Producer Ryan, can you try to find my fake ballot? Because I don't, I do not think I, I voted for JJJ because of that reason. And of course, now I I'm so damn. I hate thank it. you, Producer Ryan. Twenty five points, game three for AD. I hate when I forget last those. game, that was a game high. But yeah, we talked about that. We 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 all. And then Tristan Thompson came over, and we all started talking about just how. Do you think it pisses him off that he's never been the DPOY? I'm gonna tell you because he you, is he is the best yes, defensive player when he not like he not is not just that not just that I learned something else. LeBron is pissed off that he only has four MVPs. That was something else we talked about in the conversation. He was like, "I've been the best player for how long in this league?" And he got four MVPs, and I said, "Yeah, that's what that's the claim." You know, that's what that's what happened to Michael Jordan. And then we start talking about, again, we've had these conversations many times about the criteria of, of what it take, uh, what voters look at um, to decide MVP. And uh, definitely, it's definitely things that we can do better at, as writers and how we evaluate and the stats that we look, well, like at, I said, look that, at. But it's, it's, never, it's never an exact science. It's, it's always going to be hard. I probably should be careful what I wish for because, man, I am still – you, you love, you want stories. I mean, I remember part of me wishes, what, what you want me to hold on? No, I want to, are we, is this going to, is this the, uh, a segue of, uh, this league cut? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> can, we, can we run this far? Yeah, I think we can, I think we can run. I think we can okay. run this one. So when Shaq was on the Celtics, there was a pregame convo, Shaq, KG, and Paul Pierce. And, you know, they started getting into MVP and Shaq, you know, Shaq still, you know, Shaq's never happy with his numbers of Mm -hmm. Shaq. The Shaq only has one MVP, right? Yeah. And so, you know, Nash won the two in a row and, you know, Shaq was not happy about either. And um, so KG Pierce and Garnett, they're like, this is the, the locker room's open. So Gary Washburn and I are in there, but the three of them are having this convo, but they were fine having it in front of us. And I just wanted to chime in and say, Hey, you know, guys, I'm, I'm a voter. And I just think one perspective you're missing, missing. And I tried to give the Mark Stein voter perspective of how this is about best season. This is not about best player. If we could, you know, and I've always said this, 
in all the years I voted. If we're going to make this best player, just give it to Michael Jordan on, on Halloween and let's not even worry about it. Like you got to judge each individual season as a story unto itself. That is the way that I have always approached it. Well, I, I made, made the bold decision to share my voting philosophy and Pierce and KG just all over me because <laughs> I'm in their domain trying to tell them. And I'm like, guys, I'm not saying you're the way you're doing it's wrong. I'm just telling you as a voter, this is how, this is how a lot of us vote. They wanted, they didn't want to hear one second of it. But I, but the reason I was bringing that up is that's what I would tell LeBron too. Le, LeBron has been the best player in the league for at least half of his 20 seasons and probably more if we're going to go through them and count. But has he had the best season all those times when there's been a lot of times in his career that he's kind of load managed in the regular season and, and you know, full intensity for some portions and less than full intensity for other portions. So, I mean, he's always tried to peak in the playoffs. So I think that's the reason why he has the four he has. But I'm sure if I tried to hit LeBron with that rationale, he he really probably wouldn't want to hear it from me either. LeBron on this pod, even if it was for 10 or 15 minutes, because I want him to expand. Like there was more in our conversation that we had. Again, it was me, AD, Tristan Thompson, and Bron. I don't want to... You know, because that was our conversation. So I don't want to re- reveal too much or share too much. I want him to do it, you know, on his own. And uh, but he has some interesting concepts that I didn't think about before, and I would love for him to yeah, share maybe that. Some, I would, I would love to hear point. it too. So maybe someday, if it's not even with us, maybe he says it somewhere. Because although you know the journalism nerd in me, you know what I want to ask you, don't you? No. So where was everybody else? in the press pack when you and AD started having this conversation? They were right there. Everybody, they were right there in the locker room. You know how it is. And you know so, how it is. and so, um, I, you know, you know, I barely can log on to Instagram, so I didn't look. Did you post the picture Jim Ice gave you or is that just for the private? Yes, collection? I post. I, no, I posted the picture. Man, my son is supposed to tell me when Ryan. that happens. I, then I would have been more prepared for this interview. <laughs> Let me see. Here it is. I just texted to you and Ryan. So Tristan Thompson, he must be the happiest dude in the NBA. He's he's man. He he signed he signed, I believe, the last week of the regular season, and his first action came in the playoffs. He didn't get one second of time <laughs> through the latter part of the regular season, and now now he's and he's actually signed. He's actually a vital member. Of that team in that locker room, just being a vet guy who won, you know, won a championship in Cleveland and, and a guy that LeBron, they know LeBron respects. And, you know, it's hard to, you know, I'm pretty sure LeBron gave him the, you know, gave front office the thumbs up to, you know, to, to bring Tristan Thompson on. He's really he's really respected. Like he's in that huddle. He's talking to his teammates, pumping them up, challenging them. He's doing his thing. Producer Ryan, we're going to have to work this picture into the tweets promoting this podcast. This is a quite casual, quite casual looking Chris Haynes on his non-sideline day. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I've gotten spoiled. And the reason I've gotten spoiled, Stein, is because you know our job. You know usually the way people don't know how our job works. You know, I, I know a lot of people... In my family, even friends, I tell them, I, you know, they, they'll ask, what time the game start? Oh, the game starts at 730. Okay, so you getting there at 7? I'm <laughs> like, no, no, don't get there at 7. I'm there at least probably at minimum three hours before the game. There's actually press conferences we got to attend. The coaches speak. Locker room opens. Like, I have work to do before the game starts. Then I have to watch the game. Then after the game, I have to do post-game media do all that then we start the writing process at night like a lot of times you're not starting that till 10 30 11 o'clock but stein after doing that all these years and you've done done it way longer than me i've gotten spoiled with tv stein because you understand when i'm on the tnt broadcast stein as soon as the game is over stein i'm out i'm out i walked past vincent goodwill the other day I said, goodbye, you peasant. I'm going to my hotel. 
goodbye. You're going to start work, and I've ended work. I'm done. But last night, the other night, after game three, I was a writer. And so I had to actually stay and do the locker room thing again. So it was cool because I haven't done it in, in a minute, but I, I got spoiled, and I was able to leave the game and like when the refs leave. Like, yes. The only time I have been in a similar position, the only time, is the years that I got to do finals, ESPN radio at the finals. Same thing. And to leave a finals game with Hubie was just like such a treat to leave right away with Hubie and then yep. kind of hear him break it down off the air after because you know he's so fired up about how good the game was. Now, look, with you doing all that, with you spending all that time with the Lakers, I'm guessing you uh, there's only one of you, so you couldn't have had too much time to check in with the Warriors post game. But what's the pulse take on them right now? I mean, I I really thought they were going to go in there and, and get Game Three. Now they have to get Game Four. They don't they don't want to go down three one and put themselves in position of having to win three straight to to save their season. I mean, how, how do you, th- you know, all the talk has been about the free throw disparity. Steph is driving to the hoop a ton and he's not going to the line at all. Try to take the Lakers temperature for us. I'm sorry. Well, sorry. Try to take the, the Warriors. Warriors temperature for us. Yeah. So this is what I would say. I, I was disappointed that Draymond wasn't able to play in the game due to foul trouble because to me, he was the difference maker in game two. Like I said before, Draymond has always played AD extremely well, always have. And we didn't. I wanted to see how AD was going to adjust in game three. Now, AD had a phenomenal game three, but it wasn't that much on Draymond. Draymond was in foul trouble, so the AD was able to attack Draymond. Draymond got a few of those, block, those blocking fouls that – that the Warriors on one of them tried to um, overturn, did not. Draymond was heated, of course. So I want to see how AD is going to be able to go against a Draymond that has all of his fouls and and can play them straight up. Uh, But I I don't think – there's no panic in that locker room. I did not go in the locker room. I I did listen to their their press conference. Um, I was listening to what Steph and what Draymond said. And Draymond, he continues to do these, these podcasts right, at, right after the game. He's continuing on, and more props to him. He's he's continuing them on after losses. And so I, this was funny. I remember when Draymond was getting ridiculed for for continuing his podcast last postseason, and he had that uh he went on this rant. Y'all gonna get this podcast. <laughs> Y'all gonna get this podcast. <laughs> Oh, I love Trey, man. That dude. God, I love that dude. But, uh, yeah, so there's no panic in there whatsoever. They do. They're not saying it publicly. They they do believe they got the – they were on the wrong end of some calls. They, so I think that's going to even itself out in game four. So I'm very, very intrigued by how both teams are going to come out in game four. And, again, I, I have that game. And that's going to be such a pivotal game right there. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There, there's there's really no panic in in either locker room right now. I can tell you that. Honestly, lots to look forward to this week. Chris Haynes working sidelines for the next two games in Lakers Warriors. Let's see if the Warriors can forge a two-two series like the Suns did and like the Sixers did. On this Sunday, we haven't even talked about Nick's Heat. We've kind of shortchanged that series, and we will make it up to you here in the next pod somehow. Apologies to Knicks fans and Heat fans. We owe you we owe you some some longer looks at that series. Jimmy Butler does come back for game three, puts Miami up to one game four mm. in Miami. Um all NBA team will be announced this week. We got some more NBA awards coming. Uh, all rookie team comes out Monday. All defensive team comes out Tuesday. And then Wednesday, all three all NBA teams. We learn them. Does John Morant, does the value of John Morant's max contract decline nearly $40 million if, as expected, John Morant does not appear on one of those three all NBA teams? 
does Jalen Brown, does he make second or third team all NBA? Which would give the Boston Celtics the chance to offer him much more money in a contract extension and greatly enhance the chances of keeping the Tatum and Brown, the two J's together. We'll get those answers later this week. And Chris and I will be back with you later this week for the next episode of This League Uncut. In the meantime, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.